Welcome into the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Overtime coming at you for the next two hours right here on Fan Run Radio. Jake Miller, Davis Rangi, Matthew, Bryson, Tennessee picking up a big win last night against Arkansas, winning by a score of 75 to 57. Guess what today is, boys? March 1st. And you know, <laughs> it's a uh, make or break. Yep. What Adam Hickman say this morning? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. That tweet was funny. Because they had just talked about, it, like, I think Rick Barnes listened to the show. You think he likes us? And then Hickman tweeted that immediately when they said that. Man. Yep. Don't think Rick Barnes likes Hickman at all. Do you blame him? Who, Rick Barnes? Yeah. <laughs> no, but cares? If you had to listen to what I had to listen to all day, every day, for at least seven hours a day, you would understand. You would understand. I have to live that life. I have to worry about stepping in a porta potty and having to worry about Adam Hickman tipping the damn thing over. That's what I have to worry about on a daily basis. One of those guys. One of those nice. guys. Just shake the yeah, porta potty where you're trying, trying to do your business. <laughs> And, I mean, I'm about to the point I'm just going to have to find a tree and, yeah. Hope for the best. Yeah. Yep. Bring your own toilet paper to work. A couple leaves, maybe. Yeah. A couple uh, leaves. Uh, we keep dude wipes in the truck, man. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's better than me. Yep. Yep. Sometimes that, uh, that, yep. that old gas station paper, it don't do its job. <laughs> Definitely is not. Let's talk, let's talk about the game. <laughs> We've gone for hours about this part. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like we're going to talk sports today because that's what we're here for. But you know, that is the one topic everybody can sit down and talk about all day long. I've got some stories. (laughs) Not safe for air. No, 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 no. All I say is the light went off. What happened? Did a telemarketer just call you? No. No. Well, look at this handy-dandy iPhone. I don't have a text message from one Matthew Catlin. I mean, you should know who calls first nowadays. Well, I, it's probably fake Bob. I just want to make sure that it's fake Bob. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll tell you who it is right now. Okay. There you go. Bada-bing, bada-boom. Where are you at? dun 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 It is fake Bob. Let's get him in here. Fake Bob, what's up, buddy? Doing good. How are you all? Doing all right, man. You know, I was, even though the injury of this at Kyle last night kind of dampered the game a little bit, you know, old Raj was looking down smiling as we were sobbing the hogs last night. Oh, yeah. Roger was, Roger was happy about that one. And they ain't no question where Roger's at. Everybody knows where he's at. Yeah. I was going to call in yesterday and it just didn't seem like, the right thing to do. I even know he would want us to speak about sports and stuff. It was just it was a blow to all sports radio in Knoxville and I'm glad to see all the support coming out for him today and yesterday. It's uh it's really amazing. So a GoFundMe's actually been set up. Um a close friend of mine uh sent that to me yesterday and it's a fun fact the guy that's organizing my friend works with and and they were amazed like blown away 
at how fast it achieved its goal, and it's still climbing. It's almost doubled what they were needing in order to uh, arrange for the funeral expenses. If one guy deserved it, it was definitely him. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, you know, I heard a story uh, from a guy today, and he actually, uh, he's known Roger for, you know, his entire life. And they went to Applebee's one time. He had never taken Roger to a restaurant. He did not know how much Roger could eat. He ended up paying for seven baskets of chicken tenders at an Applebee's because Roger loved him some chicken tenders. Wow. I'm sure that was a pretty penny. Ah, Well worth it. See the smile on that guy's face? Absolutely. Well, where do you think we turn here? Because you know Bruce is going to throw that press at us Saturday to see how good our ball handling is. You know, that's uh, that's something I was thinking about last night after the game. Of course, you you lose Zakai Ziegler, but now you've got the most impactful player on your team that's going to be playing a lot more minutes, and I'm really looking forward to it. He might not score a lot, but he is the most impactful player on this team, and that's Jemai Meshack. Yeah. And if he does on Saturday what he did against Alabama, we're probably going to win. Yeah, I, I mean, would. let's call that like it is. Now, if he does what he against, uh, did against Kentucky, we have like 16 and 10 16 in that points, game. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Auburn, they desperately need this win. We don't necessarily need it, but it would be nice to have it. I think Saturday, you know, Auburn hasn't pressed a ton this year, but I think they do throw it at you to begin the game, see how you react to it. If you can break it, good. They'll go back to how they normally play. But, yeah, man, it's, uh, we'll just see how it goes. I think you're going to see a combination of Meshack and Viscovi bringing the ball up a little bit. Maybe even Key if he gets back out there. Or B.J. Barnes has not ruled him out yet. And I want to point out that there's kind of been – it's like we said yesterday, it's like, you know, I don't know if this game can move the needle for me, but watching us win in the way we did, it started to move. A little bit. It started to move a little bit for me. I'm like, okay, that – Okay, you got my attention. Well, no, I'm just hoping that the team rallies around and like uses this springboard. And I know like Triple like Triple J tweeted out that the rest of the season for Sakai or whatever. So I'm hoping that puts a fire under them. And because Sakai was the heart and soul of that team, and it really went as Sakai went. The games he struggled. We struggled, and they got games that he actually played really well. Like you said last night, I mean, we 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 played really well. I mean, I mean, if you if you look, I just thought about this while you're just talking there. But you look at the last three years, we've had major injuries all three years. Come while last year, come while last year, Fulkerson the year before that, now Ziegler, and it'll be interesting to see. But I think. I wonder if last night was just a rally effort, if that's how they're going to play moving forward. Because if you play like that, I mean, I don't say that. I, I wouldn't say you're a national championship team, but, I mean, you can get pretty far. If you're going to peak, you better do it now. Well, I'm on my way out. Y'all can answer that question for me. This, where, where do you see this team ending up in the NCAA tournament? And I'll hang up and listen. Appreciate the phone call, Fake Bob. I think that right now Tennessee's going to be on that four line. I don't think we're going to be any higher than that. If you lose this Saturday and you don't have a good showing in the SEC tournament, you're probably going to drop to a five. 
don't think any of us want that, but that's just how it is. It's a way she goes. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, and when you lose, you get dropped. Five would be an absolute nightmare. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario. I hate those five twelve matchups. Five, yeah. Yeah. We saw it happen to us two years ago. Yep. Got destroyed in a five twelve matchup. I, Against a terrible yeah, the, Oregon. They're State not team. good. They got good they got high at the right time and they had uh that big man, the big oaf looking guy. Just absolutely destroyed us. But I mean, yeah, like right now I see us as a three seed, but I, it definitely could change. I don't – I mean, if we go to the SC tournament, like we said, and we just sit everybody and try to rest up for March, I don't – unless you get absolutely blown out by 40, 50 points, I don't think you're going to drop tremendously. I think four – in my opinion, man, four is the ceiling. Yeah, four to me because, like, are we still a, are we still technically a three seed yes, with right Lenoidi? Okay. Yes. If we're still a three seed with Lenoidi, I think – Unless, like you were saying, unless we just lose every game for the rest of the season by 40-plus points, I don't see us going below a four seed. I don't think I, – I think three and four, I don't think you get up to a two seed again. You're uh, not getting to a two. Uh, if you go to Auburn, though, put up a good fight, it's a close game, that, that should not hurt you. Well, uh, y'all are awfully positive today. Me, not so much. Like everything we we need to know about what this team is going to be in March, we're going to see Saturday. Yeah, um, and I expect every team to press us from here on out, probably from the start of the game to the finish. You uh, want to disrupt a team? Absolutely. That's what you do. And uh, with it being March, I hope I'm wrong, but like last night didn't move the needle for me at all. And if anything, losing Zakai it made me feel a lot worse. So what do you? So I mean, do you play BJ more minutes now? Or you keep it at five. I think if they were going to play B.J. more minutes, they'd have played him last night. Get him off the damn scout team and get him some minutes. But guess what? Um, you lose Zakai, but I think that opens up Santee a lot more to be mm-hmm. a lot more loose. I mean, we talked about he lost his flair. I think he had some of that last night. His flair was back a little bit. That step back three, mm-hmm. that was beautiful. And, that, like, just, yeah. And T.J. brought up a good point last night on uh, on the Twitter spaces after the game. He said, you know, Obviously, it's not a good thing losing Zakai, but mm-hmm. we can kind of look at it the same way how they lost Wheeler. It kind of brought the best out of other players. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, Wheeler that, sucks, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah, that's, that's, so it is a little bit different. But I, I see the point he's trying to make, and I, I kind of yeah. agree with it. To play more as a team. You're, yes. Offensively, you have to have be a more balanced attack. People have to step up. Right. People that usually don't play. Like Meshack had to step. I know he only had six points last night, but the reverse layup, never seen him do that before in my life. Never. No, because he's excited to be out there. And he, he's going to give it everything he's got every damn night. And he knows that he has to step up just like everybody else. You have to step up, put a little more on your plate now that Ziegler is out. What do we think the starting lineup is on Saturday? Meshack. Kumwa. Kumwa. Vescovi. Yeah. Triple J. Triple J. Yeah, he's just going to slide in. And what, Phillips? I want Meshack on the floor, man. Well, you, we I already Mayshack. listed Meshack. Yeah. Meshack, Vescovi, oh, you Olivier. Uh, Josiah Jordan James and Phillips, I guess. Jonas, maybe if you want to go big. Yeah. If you want to go two bigs. Or you go all small ball with that lineup. Mm-hmm. I'm down. It works. We've seen it work. We know it works. So do it. Let's go back to the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. Philly is next. What do you say, Philly? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Jake the Snake a day late. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Appreciate that, Philly. <laughs> well, I guess you got your birthday present last night to 
the collector outcoached uh, Musselman, which you don't see that happen much, do No, that was uh, – I didn't expect it to win by that much. That was uh, that I was kind of a mind. surprise. Yeah, yeah, I was actually kind of impressed. Yeah, because Arkansas was playing pretty well before they came in here. Yeah, and, you know, we mentioned the Arkansas, like, they struggle on the road, but, I mean, we, we controlled that entire game. And they almost beat Bam on the road Saturday. Yeah, yeah. they so. sure did. But you're right, uh, uh, I don't know who you said, somebody's comparing uh, Ziggler to that slot Kentucky. Uh, Ziggler's a heck of a lot better player than that guy from Kentucky. Yeah, it, Wheeler's not good. I don't. What was he? Was he first or second team preseason? All this is first. He was first. first. I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't see it. Yeah, he was first. He's better at Georgia. Just because he led the SEC in assists last year, that's all he did. Well, Georgia played, you know, swap out basketballs. All all they played down there. You know, it's weird, like how Georgia can just pump out like NBA players once every three or four or five years. You know, they've done it with Anthony Edwards, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. I mean, Phil, you know this. This goes all the way back to Dominique Wilkins. Nick Claxton. He's another one. Yep. Yeah, well, there's, there's a lot of talent in the state of Georgia. If they ever got uh, smart enough to be able to win down there, that'd be deadly because you got the Atlanta area you can recruit. Oh, that's a recruiting hotbed. I mean. They had Nick Claxton. They lost by 40 or 50 up here. Grant and Admirals. Yep. First or second year. It was bad. And really, uh, that's where Bruce Pearl gets uh, most of his players from the metro Atlanta area. Sharif Cooper, Jabari Smith. Um, pretty sure I, he's had a ton from Georgia, though. You're right. Mm-hmm. McEachern. Doesn't he own a house or a condo in the area as well? Probably. Probably, yeah. I assume so. Well, he recruited uh, Georgia when he was up here. He did. And his, historically, Tennessee uh, – Recruits Georgia better than they do Memphis. Uh, I mean, it's closer to Atlanta than it is to Memphis. That it is, and, you know. Not much. Atlanta's a a hotbed for talent, for sure. And that's uh, something that Bruce Pearl did really well. Rick Barnes is just kind of all over the place. Let's call it like it is. Yeah, he likes to recruit North Carolina. Of course, that's where he's uh, he's, uh, born. I don't know where North Carolina, Hickory or wherever. Yep, he's born over there. It's – I don't know. It's just weird. He goes up to Maine and ends up getting J.P. Estrella. That one. He loves going. <laughs> he loves going across the pond too. He loves getting these international yeah, international people. And man, it's like it's crazy. I mean, he gets. How in the world does a redneck go across the pond and get these players to come to the University of Tennessee? I don't know. It's kind of like you going across the pond and get somebody in your studio. You know. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's like a lake almost. <laughs> Australia <laughs> across the lake. Across but, the river. Uh, I had a friend call me just a little while ago talking about he saw a video of uh, Australia and says uh, the guy can score. And I said, yeah, he, he'd be the first big man but Barnes brought in here to score from inside and outside. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I've been harping on, Phil, is the fact that that guy, he can shoot the three or he can drive to the rack. He's not afraid to do anything. With his size, he should be an immediate impact at Tennessee and – Wait and see. I mean, we'll have to wait and see, but if not, when? There, Matthew coming in with the negativity. There we go. There it is, Philly. Oh, Matthew, yeah, starting Matthew. to talk some sense into us. Matthew's uh, he's learned well from uh, from all the negativity in Tennessee sports. No, <laughs> that he has. <laughs> all honestly, though, Tennessee, I'll be a more athletic team next year than they are this year. Yes, very much and more athletic. 
Adu will be a year better, and Awaka, uh, he seems like he gets better every game. What did he have like last night? He had like eight and eight rebounds. He had like six in the first half. That's what they he, barely played him in the second half. He had a really good first half. And then if Julian Phillips stays, uh, I don't foresee him getting drafted in the first round. Do you? Mm, he was no. very rusty last night, but that's expected. Yeah. Yeah, he's been waiting three weeks, has he? It's been a while. His last game was uh, February 11th is when he got hurt, so through about right at three weeks. Hmm. Well, let's see if we can beat Buck Pearl down there in Auburn. Uh, they're going to press us. and uh, The thing is, though, most, most people don't have enough guards to uh, – press you uh, in the SEC. Uh, Auburn's got those two little uh, quick guards, but uh, they're not loaded the guard like they were the year they made a run to the Final Four. Who is that guard they have that literally just puts his elbow in the people's faces? Uh, Katie Johnson. Yeah, Katie Johnson, yeah. Yeah, he's a transfer from Georgia. Him and Wheeler both were on the same team. Well, they know that they were going to get – I mean, you're going to get more exposure – Schools like Auburn and Kentucky. Yeah. Wendell Green has been there for years, I feel like. Uh, years. Yeah. Guys, what's going to happen? Uh, if Tennessee loses to Auburn, we're in a 5 seed. We're, we're, are we going to be uh, – uh, what bracket are we going to be in? Just don't put me up against Liberty. Don't put me up against Furman. I'm talking about the SEC uh, Oh, you're, you're looking at uh, – who would it be? It probably be – if we're four, one versus four would be Bama's. Yep. I'd rather be in Bama than Kentucky. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah I agree too. Yeah. I don't we don't no match up good against Kentucky. No, and I don't want any part of them right now. I don't think anyone does. And you know all the mouth breathers will be all down there at Nashville buying up all the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, you know, they, they save up all year for that. Yeah. They don't go on family vacations. They go to the SEC tournament. You think they got enough money to get some meth? See you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. Stay with us. More of your phone calls coming up. Back here on Overtime, Fan Run Radio, and back to the Big Orange Phillies phone lines we go. Larry in Georgia is next. What do you say, Larry? Fellas! Hey! Long time no talk, gentlemen, but I heard I heard somebody say something about talent and Georgia, so I figured I had to call, because I thought y'all were trying to get me to, you know, like, like the bat signal. Ah! Come on now, that was freaking funny laugh. I mean, right, anyway. I was just trying to do the bat signal sound. I don't know what it does. I never watched Batman. <laughs> uh, yeah, who just knows? Just the light. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, the light still makes uh, me know. Listen, man, you guys, are, you guys are correct. The one thing that, that this state does have is a cesspool otherwise. But, man, there is some athletic talent in this state. And not just basketball. Football, baseball, uh, even in, in women's sports. I mean, there is a whole lot of talent down here 
in athletics. I, I will give them a whole lot of credit. They do a great job of building stuff. Yeah, I forgot to mention uh, Isaac Okoro is also from Georgia that Auburn recruited. So Isaac Okoro, Jabari Smith, and uh, Sharif Cooper, all three in the NBA now, all from the same high school too, McEachern. Nice. Yeah, McEachern turns them out, that's for sure. They even they even run a good – they don't do well as far as like winning state titles in football, but they have a lot of good recruits coming out of that school. Yeah. That team I've, was insane. Yeah, I've had a, I had a basketball tournament at McEachern one time. Played, the school is big. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, a, it's pretty massive. There's there are several down here that are that are massive as far as the uh, the amount of people that they have and stuff. So anyway, um, then and they're allowed to do some some recruiting with different stuff. It's weird, but uh, anyway, no, I figured I'd, I'd throw that in. Um, I still don't know what to think about this men's team of ours, man. I, I'm just you start to you start to feel even somewhat decent, and then. You know, all of a sudden, a, a giant pile of crap comes down and hits your fans. So, I, you know, I just don't uh, – I don't know what to expect come tournament time for these guys. I'm, I'm just going to go in with low expectations and hope, hope that they under-promise and over-deliver. Well, I mean, it could be worse. It could be like Louisville and have the dog that's doing the halftime show take a doo-doo on the floor during that, the halftime that's show. That's where that was at? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I saw that. But, I mean, I know what's going to happen here in a few weeks. We all know what's going to happen. I'm going to be sitting in my living room watching the game by myself because I'm not allowed to watch it with anybody else. And I'm going to be kicking and screaming and probably throwing stuff because that's just that's what sports does to me. Well, and it's March, so it, it, won't be, it may not be a dog, but it might be Rick Barnes that craps in the middle of the court. Who knows? <laughs> Hey, I had to get it. I had to get a dig in. So listen, hey Jake, man, you have you still haven't gotten back to me, brother, on uh, Talladega. Gotta let me know what's going on. Oh man, I forgot all about that. Yeah, you got to forgive me. I have ADHD and have the attention span of a potato. <laughs> well, I mean, I look like a potato, so I mean, you know, hey, we <laughs> it works. Now, if there if there's anybody in this world that looks like a potato, it's Adam Hickman. Nice. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm I'm just shutting up now. Um, now listen, I'm gonna run. I gotta order some food and take it home to the wife before she kills me. But um, I'll uh, I'll hit you up, man, and and uh, remind you of the dates and stuff. But I've already got. Listen, I got the campsite reserved. We got the tent. We got the. I got a brand new ten foot by twenty foot canopy coming. We got a brand new fire pit ready to roll. So, brother, it's gonna be a good time, man. If I can get tickets, I might come down. Bryson, you're a big NASCAR guy. Want to go to Dega? I was planning on it, so there we go. Hey, we got a we got a tent. We can we can hook some people up, man. So just just uh, come out, and stay with us. You just have to have the tickets and the uh, get the uh, the garage passes. But anyway, fellas, have a good night. Keep up the good work. Peace out and go big friggin' orange. Appreciate the phone call, Larry. Y'all want to go to Talladega? No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely Why not? not? I watched the movie Talladega Nights, but I'm not going. <laughs> what was the better product last night? The Louisville basketball team or what that dog did on that court? Oh, what the dog did. Okay. What the dog did. <sighs> that dog deserves a treat. Well, imagine, I was I was like, well, imagine Louisville gets hot and they win the whole ACC and they yeah. go to the tournament and we end up losing to Louisville. What they feed that dog? You know who else? I thought he peed on the court. Nah, no, he no, took a doo doo. Yeah. You know who uh, else is like shockingly bad this year? Well, not shockingly bad. Probably this year. Syracuse. Syracuse. No, Florida, Florida State, State. But yet yeah. they produce so much NBA talent. Like they have Jonathan Isaac, Patrick Williams. And we talked about this earlier, but it's like 
They, Malik Beasley. I actually took a screenshot of what they put on their uh, they put on their Instagram. It's like they have ten players in the NBA and like really, yeah. And really and truly, they've got talent this year. Like that Baba kid who was suspended for fifteen games or whatever. Mm-hmm. Caleb Mills is per- great college, good college player to say the least. Let me see if I can find it. I'm oh, I got it right here. Scotty Barnes, John Butler. I never heard of, never him. heard of him. Devin Vassell, Malik Beasley. Patrick Williams, Terrence Mann, mm-hmm. um, Trent Forrest on the Hawks G League, Jonathan Isaac, and a nobody over here, Mifondu Cabangeli. He has no profile picture, no post. <laughs> he's also private with 25,000 yeah, private. Nice. I mean, yeah, they have, what is that? Was that nine? Yeah, nine NBA players right now currently signed. Scotty Barnes, the most famous out of all of them. Yeah. And, I mean, they were terrible this year, too. Can you imagine if Louisville or them win the ACC tournament and get in? Oh, I'd be so mad. Ugh. You know, that was the worst matchup in college basketball at one point this year. Both teams were winless. Yeah, somebody had to win the game. Who won that game? Florida Whoop. State. Oh, oh. Shocker. See it, Kenny Payne. See it, Chump. Yeah. Syracuse is bad, too. Yeah, they lost by, I don't even know, Duke beat them by like 30 Saturday. Yep. Well, and Jim Beheim, he, he just he doesn't have it anymore for one and two. I don't think he wants to play the dirty game that everybody else is playing with NIL. He's still, hey, well, if you don't know what a 2-3 zone is, just watch the games. He's outdated. Yep. And uh, people just sweep that out of the rug that he killed somebody, drove over somebody and killed him. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, I get the. Yep. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I think Jim Beheim would just be forced to step away after this year. If we did, like what we did on the drive last year, do overtime's King of the Callers brackets, who would be in the field of play? Phil. Martin. Tommy. TR. TR would be in there. Fake Bob. Fake Bob. Jordan. Matthew. TJ. Uh, Chris. Chris. I haven't uh, heard from Chris in a while. Uh, Did you include West Westchester? Yeah. yeah. Westchester, Westchester being there. Um, um. Who else? Think man. Think. I'll just go through. Our, let me just go through a text. See who else is on there. Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. Jordan's on there. Uh, Rex. Jason from Georgia. Oh, um, Larry from Georgia. Literally, Daniel. Not, not Daniel. Connor. Roberto. So I'm trying to think of Jordan. Right. No. Matthew, I'm giving you an assignment. Dun 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 dun. The overtime king of the callers. You have to cut it down to sixteen. So. Yeah. Make me a sweet 16. I want a bracket. Uh, Sharpie. I want a bracket. So what? So what, who's your top seed? Phil. Phil. Okay. He's probably going to win in a landslide. Yeah. Phil, he won. Phil, he won. There's your bracket. I never will forget when we did that <laughs> last year. <laughs> that was rigged, even though he won. <laughs> he called in, and he said that it was a fraudulent election. The problem is, Philly won the election and then called it fraudulent. 
said to Russell, I'm a winner and you're a loser. See ya. <laughs> Instead of singing, we are the champions, ZR called in and sang, Phil is the champion, my sheep. We haven't heard ZR in a while. No, we have what, not. What, is that the guy that screams at the end or is that TR? No, that's TR. Okay. ZR sings. is the songbird okay. of our generation, Matthew. Has Matthew ever had a ZR call? Yeah, I just looked through a text message. I've had one. He didn't. I don't think he sang last time he was on here. I don't think he did either. No, that's when he was asking about Tyreek Key. How many points has he had over the last few games? He's on fire! Yep. Man alive. Now that's a, that's an interesting one there. Let's go back to the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. Tommy is next. What do you say, Tommy? Hey, I'm boys doing this evening. Good. Good. And so we're gonna do us a collar bracket for this show. Oh yeah, you're in it. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like Tennessee. I'll get put out pretty quick. <laughs> I don't know. People enjoy your calls, especially when you go off the rails right before Alabama. Yeah, yeah, I can't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> can't. I'm about like Phil. Gonna have to leave the uh, canned water alone. Call in on As he just cracked one. <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> yeah. Kind of timed that good, didn't it? That was pretty funny. I, yeah, I called in a little early today, boys. Uh, got in, had to pick up the sister-in-law's vehicle, do a little work on it. But uh, real quick, I know I don't want to kill the mood, but uh, Roger's passing yesterday. And, you know, that, that, that hit everybody pretty hard, like I said. Uh, you don't have to be family to really know somebody, even if you ain't never met them. Like I said, I've never met any of you guys, any guys at Fan Run Radio. Uh, been listening since 2017 uh, across the state, and uh, you know we talk pretty much every day on and off the air about different things. Uh, so you know, uh, to see the out the outreach and the support that he got, you know, on Twitter raising the money as fast as they did, and just everybody giving their condolences. It just shows how great a guy he was and, you know, how he touched this, this fan base here. Absolutely. And, you know, we were talking about this a little bit earlier uh, today off air, and it was amazing how much, like, the common thing between us, the animal, Tony B, the one person that everybody loved, everybody wanted to make sure they were taken care of was Roger. And I was actually talking with a, with a guy that does the show over at The Animal, uh, Brian Rice, and we were talking about Roger, and he mentioned they were doing a live show one time, and they had Mayfield ice cream sandwiches. And they looked at Roger and said, only one per person. They had 12 people there, and every person got in line and made sure that Roger got as many ice cream sandwiches as he wanted. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's awesome. Man, uh... It's, it's really going to be weird and uh, not hearing him around, not hearing his positivity to set people straight, especially the bear. But, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, we'll always cherish the memories of listening to his calls and uh, the people that got to meet him and everything. But uh, on the sports real quick before I have to let y'all go, um, the Kyle Ziegler going down, how, we don't have anybody to step up and make that role. I mean, you look at our inconsistencies in this team over the – over this season, we don't have that one big guy like Kentucky's got Sheboy. You know, Alabama's got, 
Miller. I mean, we don't have that one guy that's coming in night after night and, you know, just to put the team on their back, you know, kind of like Grant did. And we don't have that guy. And I thought Zakai was going to be that guy. And he was looking pretty good last night until he went down with that terrible injury. And uh, I hope that he gets a speedy recovery for that. But uh, I'm just not sure how we're going to phase out through the rest of the season. Yeah, and you mentioned Zakai Ziegler, of course, uh found out today and I knew as soon as he went down it was yeah. his ACL because I mean non-contact injuries they're usually bad they're usually very bad Jamison Williams look just it looked just like hookers in yeah. South Carolina the way they both fell down that was bad yeah it was gruesome I, I was standing there watching I said Lord please no and I seen his face and I said yeah he's done I'm, but, uh, I'm the only thing I'm happy about or not I'm not really happy but I'm thankful that it wasn't in a situation where it was like we're up by 30. Yeah. And he's still in the game. Yeah. That would have terrible. That would have made me go off the rails. Exactly. Real quick, uh, I know this, this ain't turning left time yet. We ain't got top jail still. We still got there too for that. But uh, you see that link I sent you with the paint schemes for. This weekend's race at Vegas. Ooh, those are fresh. Shout out to Austin Dillon. His was nice. Austin Dillon was very sharp. But that Steve Park kind of rendering for Joey Logano, uh, whoever come up with that and decided to run that, you know, besides not a throwback car, that thing is so clean. And that's the only sponsored car that you could pull that off with. Exactly, yeah. Like, you can't I mean, just do that with any car. You've you got to do it with a Penzoil car. Exactly. And say, I, I love that they done that. But you look too real quick. Uh, what kills me is you look at the Rick Ware cars, they're always the some of the prettiest cars. J.J. Yaley's car for this weekend, that thing looks so good. But it's going to run, you know, 31st to, you know, dead last probably. And you'll never see it. No, you'll never see it on TV. That's why, you know, when Jayski puts some paint schemes out, you get a, you get a little shot of it there because that's the only time you're going to see it. Yeah, that's the only Guys, time you'll see that car. I just want to call in, holler at y'all. Hope y'all have a good evening. And uh, like I said, uh, you know, we're going to miss Roger. And uh, y'all are doing a great job with the show. And uh, I'll keep listening. Appreciate the phone call, Tommy. Stay with us. Overtime continues. More Fan Run Radio on the way. Back here on Overtime Fan Run Radio. So back in the game of life without going under the knife. Linderman Sports Medicine in Memphis. LindermanSportsMedicine.com. Check them out. Let them know you heard about it here on Overtime. It is time to make our picks. Who is going to score 20-plus in the NBA tonight? How did we do last night? Y'all did terrible. Of course. We are on a heater, and now we stopped. Two for three. Golly, that's two nights in a row. We went four for one, four and one. Probably would have gone five and zero oh if someone would have checked the injury report. <laughs> Who was injured? 
SGA, man, hip. Oh, hey, man. Hey, man, you're the injury guy, man, so. Well, I'm, I'm busy trying to write it down. You're over there. SGA, like, check the injury report, man. Hey, man, not my problem. So we really look 4 0. So. Sure. You're the one who's like Jalen Brown. He was injured. So. Doesn't apply. I changed it before we made the play. That's like taking the Vandy money line when they don't play. You're still lost. Yep. Well, yeah, I know one of your, one of your hit was John ja Morant because he had 28 in the quarter. Yep. Yeah. Fake thug, by the way. Oh, my goodness. NBA Central has picked up on the story that you all have talked about over the summer involving. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. I, I'm. Oh, and then the new thing about Wolf Chase and Wolf Chase in the finish line. I just have so many questions. But What whatever. are you doing, man? What, what is your mom doing at finish line? Why is your mom ever trying to buy anything at finish line when you have every plug you need? Why, why do you roll up to Wolf Chase nine deep, by yep. the way? Real quick, who are you talking about? Ja. ja oh, okay. Yeah, why is one of your. Uh, Buddy smacking the security guard in the side of the head. Yeah. For what, man? What are we doing here, man? Get a grip. Yep. You made go. it to the NBA, man. Stop trying to make it out of the NBA. Fake thug. Well, that's what you do. All right, y'all got first pick. Jason Tatum, 20 plus. Way she goes. <laughs> Way she goes, Bryson. Joel Embiid. Uh, this is KD's return game, right? Yes. I'll take Kevin Durant. I'm going to take Lamelo. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to take Brandon Ingram. <laughs> You about got punched. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a LaMelo fan. You're a Hornets fan. Yeah. I feel sorry oh, wait, for it's you. my turn. My bad. Yep. I like the ball family. High energy. I'm going to go Jalen Brown, 20 plus. Give me Giannis. Give me Desmond Bain. Uh, somebody take Jaw? No. Jaw. Hmm. I'm with Jalen Brunson, 20-plus. We got one more. Yeah, you got one more, yep. Hmm. I would stay away from the Bulls-Pistons game. Oh, he's going to go with Levine, dude. Yeah. Hmm. No, I'm not, actually. He's going to go with the 10 o'clock game. Nope. Ah, so obvious ones. Give me Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> Give me a wild card. Give me Dennis Schroeder. Oh, Out of all people, it's like yeah, you got a, I got you got a few layups here. You got Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, Nah, Dennis Schroeder, Damian Lillard too. Give me Dennis Schroeder. Ooh, okay. Well, you. Now, I'm gonna go ahead and put an L next to that one then. <laughs> yeah, <Dennis> Schroeder. <laughs> oh man, that's uh, that's a wild card to say the least on that one. Yeah, that's about the equivalent of saying Dylan Brooks. Hey, what did we say last night? Dylan Brooks was 2 of 11 with 7 points. Take the under. Free money. Yo, he dressed up as Stone Cold Steve Austin last night too, didn't he? Yep. John 3 for 16, man. That's what he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And after he made that first three, he looked back like he was everything and more. He okay. thought he was... Oh, wait, well, he missed his first three two shots. 2 for 11, final. Yeah, he, uh, shot, he made two threes. Of his missed shots, one was a running layup across the rim. He somehow got his own rebound and wasn't even looking at the goal and threw it back up. Yeah, it's pretty pathetic. Make it stop. Yeah, I said, uh, <laughs> well, I want to talk about this uh, this whole situation with the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, John Morant, as we alluded to a while back, for whatever reason, it's just now being picked up that he is... I don't know if he's being called into question or what the deal is, but 
a 17-year-old was at his house over the summer. They get into an altercation. Josh shows back up. Had a pistol in the waistband. Is that correct? Uh, well, I mean, I kind of knew. Like, this, everybody in Memphis knew about this this summer, but yeah. it's just now breaking. Like, people already know. But the other part about him at Wolf Chase and Finish Line is, like, just so stupid, man. Like, what you, happened? Like, I, I don't even know about this. What okay, happened? I'll, I'll read out the story. Go ahead. When you, Go ahead, when you, I'm interested. While you pull out, man, why are you playing pickup against a 17-year-old? Uh, uh, they're in their backyard at, at, at Eads, man. There's a uh, – anyway – Moran is known for his high-flying dunks, a thirst for trash talk, and a tight-knit relationship with his father, T, who sits courtside at many games. His father, his family has become so much a part of Morant's brand that T. Morant narrated the commercial launching his son's latest major brand deal with Powerade. John Morant was one of the stars of last year's playoffs before the Grizzlies lost a heated series with the eventual champion Golden State Warriors. Two months after they lost the Golden State, Morant's mother was at a finish line shoe store at a Memphis mall when she got into a dispute with a store employee, according to the Memphis Police Report. Over what? I'll keep reading. I don't know. Obtained by the Post. She called Morant, who arrived shortly after with a group of as many as nine other people. Confronted by the director of mall security, Morant and his friends refused the security guard's demands to leave the mall parking lot. Police arrived in a, quote-unquote, verbal confrontation escalated the reports say, until someone in the group allegedly pushed the security director in the head. As the group was leaving the premises, John Morant said, let me find out what time he gets off. Police wrote in the report. Why? <laughs> Why would you even get yourself involved with stuff like this? You're uh, working your weight. Oh, my whoa. goodness. But if he is what he says he is, he's not telling the guy to wait till he gets off. He's, just gonna... he's wait, not. There's he's more. There's yeah. more. Oh, oh goodness. Oh, good the Lord. guard wanted to file a report, police wrote, because he felt threatened by the statement from John Morant and had been assaulted by the person who had pushed him. The quote-unquote disturbing parties left the scene and no arrests were made. The Grizzlies, NBA, Morant's agent did not respond to questions about the incident. The security guard declined to comment. Well, you know what's going to happen. Get your brooms out. <laughs> oh, my God. It's going to get swept. This is just idiotic behavior. I don't even know who this lady is that got the, the story. Like, how does she get this? Because she's from Washington, D.C. I've never seen this woman before in my life. Like, out of all people. Not Woj, not... Brian Windhorse, who not just Shams. sits on a computer all day. Not Shams. <laughs> Brian Windhorse sitting behind a computer doing nothing in his life. Just an absolute nobody. Yep. This is just idiotic behavior, once again, from John Morant. Because what else came out this season? He pointed a uh, laser, laser. Laser beams. Um, let's see, him just... It's a Shannon Sharp thing. That was his fault. Yep. Uh, this. It's free to see how hollows feel tweet this summer. Yep. So, this summer... It's free to see how hollows feel. Yep. Mall incident. Yep. Punching a 17-year-old. Yep. All in the span of about two months of an offseason. Yep. I mean, get in the gym. Like, look, look at your jump shot. Stop trying to take actual shots at people. I mean, this dude has the potential to sign. He a, already did. I know that, but I mean, even in the future, because these contracts are going to get more and more valuable. He just got signed as Palavid's athlete when they come when they coming back. They go from Kyrie to Jaw. They drop Kyrie to sign Jotto's shoe deal. Yep. Um, Kyrie doesn't get to do this stupid stuff off no, the court. No, He may say not. something stupid, but he's not fighting anyone off the court. No. I mean, grow up, please. Grow up. Just mind your business. Dude, just who? Mind your own damn business. You're the NBA, man. 
What are you doing? Literally, out here? what are you We're doing? Chased. What are you doing in the summer besides working out, going home? That's literally about it. Gym, weight room, home. That's all you should be doing. Yeah, PlayStation, Xbox. That's all I do in the summer. Yeah. I'm not in the NBA. I'm not an idiot. I'm not going to Wolf Chase and trying to start a fight. Yeah, T. Desert Bane wouldn't do any of this. Desert Bane goes to the house and minds his own business. Exactly. Bane walks his dog behind yep. Houston High School <laughs> <laughs> like every week. Yep. Do your job, job event. Stop going out here and acting like a fake thug of what which you are not. I mean, here's my thing, man. You're not hard. No. No. But, you know, we talked about this with Brandon Miller. We talked about, um, you know, how you're in a position to create generational wealth. And then you put yourself in situations like this. If you have the chance to do that, you're not going out and doing all these things that we're talking about right now with Brandon Miller, with uh, John Morant. You go to the house. You protect your future. You (laughs) Just go to the house, man. God, go just go home. home. Of course, the Grizzlies, uh, the Grizzlies social media guy, who I know who he is, but he's the most cringiest admin of all time. Oh, he's, te- oh, he's terrible. He, he tweets out tonight. He tweeted a picture of Jaw or a video of Jaw walking off the bus. <laughs> the replies, thug, um, running dunk, man. Arrest that thug, thug. Um, beat the allegations, sure, thug. I mean, I mean, the Grizzlies admin. This guy is absolutely the, the, the like. His tweets are just terrible. I tweeted it last night. I'm Shannon Sharp pointing to an L. Man, we'd be, we'd be the Lakers without D'Lo and, and LeBron. LeBron. Yeah, man. Let's not act right. like we. What have be, we accomplished? Yeah, let's not act like we've done anything, man. How about go win something? How about Sh- Shannon Sharp owns this organization. Yep. Any ratio that tweet. Yep, he did. Yep, I saw that. And that tells you anything right there. Goodness. It's a bad look. It's a terrible look it's for this team. It's a very bad look. Stay with us. Overtime continues. Hour number one is in the books. Hour number two coming up right here on Fan Run Radio. <laughs> 